And welcome back to another edition of the 2-Minute Warning Show. I'm your host, Caputo, and let's get started. Those divisional round games uh, last week, pretty much as predicted, except for uh, one I got wrong. I have to admit, the Tampa Bay game. Uh, it was playoff Brady, which I would get that correct, that showed up. And just a disappointing Drew Brees. It didn't show up. And uh, who knows if that is the end of uh, the Drew Brees era. We're still waiting to see. It's been a week now since that game. Personally, I wish he would come back because it's a shame that he would go out that way. That's a, It didn't, wasn't a great performance by him, so I would like him to come back. But at the same time, it also is time for him to retire because he couldn't throw the ball more than 20 yards in the game. It just showed that his arm strength isn't what it is anymore, and maybe it is time to move on. But we'll see in the next coming weeks of what Drew Brees will decide on that future. Other games, uh, the Saturday games, you had Los Angeles and you had Green Bay. Pretty much predicted Green Bay just came in and dominated 32-18. to 18. And uh, who knows, is this the end of uh, the Jared Goff era? Supposedly him and McVay not getting along. So keep an eye on that to see what happens in the next coming months. If they're going to uh, split, maybe make a trade. Or uh, maybe uh, tame, tame their relationship and get over it and continue together. Uh, Baltimore and Buffalo, pretty much battle of defenses. Total defensive game is a low-scoring game. Buffalo won 17-3. And uh, Baltimore just didn't come to play. It was probably one of their worst performances I've seen in the year by them. Not not good. Buffalo, though, at least the defense came to play for that one. Offense still played good. Though. I mean, they put up 17, but they're normally a more high-power offense. So, interesting to see how they're going to do against Green Bay tomorrow. For the conference games. So Green Bay and Buffalo will be playing tomorrow. And then you have Sunday, last Sunday's games. With the AFC. You had Cleveland and Kansas City. Close game, 22-17. Really, the second half was really the most fun. Uh, Chad Henning coming in. And uh, <laughs> pulling a miracle, really, <laughs> for Kansas City. It was an interesting last few minutes left in the game. Controversial call with Cleveland when they uh, reached for the goal line. And it was a helmet tackle helmet to helmet tackle and the ball was fumbled and uh out of bounds so it was a touchback and kansas city ball could have been the game changer could have even possibly been the game winning uh drive already in the first and then what happened in the second so controversial cleveland didn't get it but hey cleveland will definitely be back in the same situation next year another they will just grow from here they're they're going to be a contending team, I think, going forward with Stefanski. I've been saying it all season. So it's a shame they couldn't pull up the uh, Believeland status. No t-shirt for me just yet. Maybe next season I'll be at a Believeland t-shirt. But for now, Cleveland's just... At least they're back in the playoff picture and ending that long, long streak. And then, like I said, Tampa Bay played New Orleans. Tampa Bay won 30-20. So we will see Kansas City and Tampa Bay go at it. Brady back in another conference championship in another uniform. Interesting to see where that goes from there. Other big news is the retirement of Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers done hanging up the cleats. Philip Rivers, solid quarterback. Definitely uh, one of the all-time greats and uh, possibly a uh, future Hall of Famer in my books. Got a couple good uh, passing records and some touchdown records. So definitely, I think, a, a Hall of Famer. Uh, going down the line, probably not a first ballot, but maybe a second or third time around, I could see him getting in. But is 
a great quarterback. Watched him from the beginning of his career all the way from the San Diego Charger days to his one season now with uh, uh, the Colts and uh, his L.A. Charger days as well. So good for you, Rivers. A solid career. Wish you the best of luck in your retirement. Hey, maybe we might see you come back at some point as, I don't know, maybe a coach prop or an a sideline guy or, uh, you know, maybe even, uh, the, you know, like an announcer. Who knows? Interesting to see where he's going to go from here. Either way, we'll miss you, Philip, and uh, I hope you have a great retirement. And uh, the last thing I want to get into is the predictions. Or not the last thing. The last thing I want to do for... I will say last thing for these uh, games. We'll go to the actual conference games real quick. They're going to be some good ones. You know, we got, like I said, Tampa at Green Bay and Buffalo at Kansas City. I personally think it's going to be a high-scoring game, the Tampa-Green Bay one. Um, going to be a lot of offense. I think defenses are going to be... I think it's going to... If you're going to... I would take the over in this game, personally. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Packers, I think, in the end, will get the win, though. I, even though it's, well, it is playoff Tom Brady, yes, and they played great against a good Saints defense last week. I still like Green Bay over Tampa Bay in this one. I know and no Antonio Brown, so he didn't Twitch didn't really matter because he didn't really make a difference in the Saints game. So either way he plays or not, I don't think that makes a difference. But uh, Leonard Fournette is going to be the biggest problem going forward. I think the Packers need to figure out a way to stop him. He went off in the last game, so interesting to see. That's the key player I would like to, it, them to focus on. Uh, and then the guys, they, they, you got to worry about Devontae Adams and Rodgers, man. When they get going, uh, it's tough to stop them. But I think Green Bay gets the win there, and they're going to the Super Bowl. And their opponent, I think, will be Kansas City. I like Buffalo. I really would like to see them be a underdog team in there. But I think Kansas City is too much. We already got Pat Mahomes, who's out of the protocol. He's going to play. They get Breland back as well, the other starting corner. So, going to be uh, once. I think it's going to be a good game. More defensively, I think this is going to be for that game. And uh, interesting to see where Kansas City goes from there after they beat Green Bay, or excuse me, after they beat Buffalo. But I'm not counting Buffalo yet. They could possibly. This could be a possible upset if they able to find a way to get Mahomes out of the game like last week. And remember, yes, the pro, he's cleared for the concussion protocol. Cool. But he did have an injured foot last week. That's going to be key for Buffalo in this game. He was hobbling around the entire game on that foot. So that's really going to be what I'm going to be monitoring is Mahomes' foot. Because if he has this another uh, hobbling day, that could really affect him. You know, and he was running a lot last week, too, on that. So look for that to be the key for Buffalo to try to win this one. The hobbling foot of Mahomes. Look at that. Now, last week, and it's going to be the last thing we discussed today, I went over the first round of uh, new head coaches. We saw Robert Sala go to the Jets. Then we saw Arthur Smith go to the Falcons. And then we finished off with Urban Meyer at Jacksonville. Well, like I said, week later, we probably get look at some more, and we did. And we had with our first guy, the Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator, Brandon Staley, will be the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. So he's still going to remain in L.A., so moving won't be so bad. You just got to go from one place to the other. But I wasn't a fan of this one. I really thought that they would go more of an offensive-minded coach. 
for this job, and uh, I don't really know much about Brandon Staley. Uh, he's only, his one year with the Rams, you know, I I guess, you know, they had a great D, they have one of the top defenses in the league, I believe, number one, so he's a good defensive guy, but I thought they would go more offensive. I thought to go with this young Chargers offense, you know, it's just, I don't know. I mean, the, the Chargers defense wasn't that great this year, so maybe he will bring something in to change things around for them. But I really thought they were going to go offensive with this one. But for Justin Herbert especially, you know, young quarterback like him would have been something interesting to see. But, I mean, we'll see. I can't bash the guy yet. We'll see what Staley can do. I think, uh, like I said, the guy who does get this job, it's a if you could figure out to turn him around, they could easily be a playoff team next year. So let's see if Staley is the guy. Maybe he gets the defense back up and being a top defense next year. And then the offense just uh, do its own thing. And then the other one, which was the probably the most shocking of them all, was the Eagles. Nick Sirianni, the offensive coordinator for the uh, Indianapolis Colts, is now the Eagles head coach. This one, I think, was the worst of them all. It's really a puppet regime going on in there. And I agree with, uh, these are the words of Emmanuel Acho. He said this week, uh, a young quarterback, this is off Emmanuel Acho's tweet, a uh, young coach with no head coaching experience and minimal uh, uh, recognition. I'm afraid the Eagles' new head coach may just be a puppet for the management to control. I 100% agree with that. Man, if you were to get like a skilled coordinator or a skilled head coach to come in here, they would want to get their own staff. But the Eagles, whoever they did pick, they were going to tell them what to do, and they were going to give them a staff. So you had to get someone who had no experience and no idea what they were doing to come in. And that's why I think Sirianni comes in. He's just a puppet. I agree 100%. This is not the right move at all. And I once again, we can't bash this guy too much because it's his first time. But I really think he blew this one himself. He's going to have zero control of the team. It's it's just whatever the Eagles should do. And he's just going to be the guy to stand and say, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'm taking the job on this one. Like, nah, this is terrible. The fact the Eagles didn't, and the fact that they didn't do Deuce, Deuce Staley as the head coach, terrible decision making. It should have been Deuce. Deuce was the right move, and they completely bypassed Deuce. I don't know why they did that, and they should be ashamed of themselves for not picking Deuce for a guy who not only was a great player there and has been a great coach there for years, and they go get some nobody who is actually a puppet. So, Eagles with this one, not so good in my opinion. And then the final one that a lot of people are scratching their heads about is the Dan Campbell move. Dan Campbell is going to be the new head coach of the Detroit Lions, and, you know, a lot of people are bashing this one. They really don't know how to grade it. They really call it as a, huh, question mark kind of thing, you know? And, uh, you know, I don't see a problem with this. I guess I know his press conference is a little wacky, using references from the Big Lebowski and uh, talking about something about biting the kneecaps off these guys. And the uh, best way I can put it is, is uh, I think, listen, I like Dan Campbell. I think he's he's been a right, he's got to have some sort of mind. Of, of, he's been, the, he's a Sean Payton guy. You know, I think we're going to, this is going to be the most interesting one of them all, of the head coaches. It's, he's got a, he's got a tough team to rebuild here, but I think give him time and he can do it. I don't think he's a terrible head coach just yet 
but I think a lot of people are really pushing it into that way that this guy's got another guy with no experience. I get that. Not really been a coordinator. He's really just been a tight ends coach and assistant head coach. And then he was an interim head coach for one season with the Dolphins. So play calling has been a little lack lusted. But, you know, give the guy a shot. I mean, it, it's a, sometimes changes like this end up being good. I, I give the guy a shot. I like Dan Campbell. I think he I think he's got a shot. There's a reason why this guy is always in the playoff or, or excuse me, he's always recommended every year as a head coach. So why not now? Why all these years, you know? Let's see what uh, Dan Campbell can do. And that leaves us just with the Texans head coaching job where the most recent guys that I heard for that one for the Texans was I was really shocked at this one. This guy's not even uh, a, a coach yet. He's still a uh, player pull Josh McCown was uh, interviewed as one of the guys and I don't have a problem with Josh McCown eventually being a head coach but he's not he's still a player he's not ready he's got you know what I mean they really need to groom him a little more I would like to see Josh McCown maybe come in as the quarterbacks coach and then eventually move him up to an offensive coordinator and then down the line yeah make him a head coach but Making him a head coach off the bat after just playing? Nah, it's too too soon. And then Jim Caldwell, who I, I really wanted him to get the Chargers job, he has uh, also gotten interviewed as a possible Texans head coach, which if Jim Caldwell gets, I, uh, good for him. I like Jimmy. I always thought he was a great head coach. I really wanted him to be the Giants head coach before we got our guy. But, you know, I really want him to come back, and I think it, he would be the right move for him. But the way things are going, who knows? I heard even Josh McDaniels was uh, even a possible subject to the Texans. And I heard the rumor is if he gets the uh, head coaching job at the Texans, he would bring in Matt Patricia as his defensive coordinator and the old Jets coach uh, as his offensive coordinator. I mean, my God, how could you uh, even think of uh, bringing that guy? And that's just a <laughs> Adam Gates. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I would never have that guy touch a football team ever again. Yeah, that, that would be just, just wax, wackadoodle. But uh, that's really uh, going on with that team there from the most I've heard. And then the last thing I really want to pick up too is the possible more Deshaun Watson news. I heard he's listed that the Bills is his number one and the Miami Dolphins is his number two. And the problem with the number two spot is I heard the Dolphins really don't want to or the Dolphins want to do the trade, but the Texans don't want to do it because they think two is a bust, which I think he is too. So they'd be getting a bust quarterback, plus probably the third overall pick, so they just get their pick back. So I agree that the Jets would probably be the safer one because you get the number two pick, so you get one more spot up. You get the number two pick, and then you get Sam Darnold, who I think Sam Darnold just deserves a little bit more of a new scenery that could possibly help him be the guy and he's young so if he ends up being really good then you don't have to worry about drafting a quarterback and you can just draft whoever at the number two spot maybe draft the best offensive lineman to help get more protection or go defense whatever way you feel because you're probably gonna lose jj watt too so you can go best defensive guy but look for that to be uh interesting if i'm the jets i'd do it personally give him sam darnold and the number two overall pick and maybe just throw in another extra draft pick in there as well and deshaun watson goes to the jets and then the jets are set for a long time
the quarterback troubles are over for a while. And then the other thing I said, well, they got no weapons with the Jets. Well, guess who's a free agent this year? Will Fuller. Yeah, he's only going to get suspended one more game into his suspension. So big whoop, you'll get him after week two. But that would be great. They go make this trade, bring Deshaun to the Jets, and then they should sign immediately Will Fuller as their starting receiver. It gives them a guy, a, a really good weapon, a good receiver, and a guy who Deshaun likes and has played with his whole career. So it's perfect. It's, it makes everyone happy. It makes the Jets' offense look a little better going into the next year as well. And then I think they should be one of the teams drafting a running back. I think if they're, they still have that other first-round pick in the 20s that they got from Seattle, that is where I believe they should draft Najee Harris. Make him come, bring him in as the new starting running back for the team, and then boom, you got Deshaun Watson, you got Will Fuller, and you got Najee Harris right there. You got three guys that can change the Jets' offense in a matter of a year, with Robert Saul leading the pack and Lafleur leading it on the offense. So that's just gonna do it for this edition. Hope you liked it. A lot of a lot of changes. Two good games tomorrow night, starting at three o'clock and six o'clock. I recommend you watch them. They're going to be some great conference games. Might be one of the best we've ever seen in a long time. And then keep an eye on the next head coaching spot. Who's going to take the Texans job, which is really the job that nobody wants. And then who's going to, where's Deshaun going to go? He's going to go to the Jets. He's going to go to Miami. Is he going to go to the 49ers? Is he going to go possibly, could even go to the Rams now? Where is Deshaun Watson going? That's going to be the biggest question mark of them all. The soft season because I don't think it won't be a Texans team with Deshaun Watson next season. That's going to do it for this edition. Hope you enjoyed once again. Watch some football this weekend. It's going to be a very fun and exciting Sunday for football. And then we have the Super Bowl. And then we move on to uh, different sports talk. Maybe give some baseball insight. Get some basketball, maybe a little hockey, and we'll still have some football. Don't worry, we'll do a little off-season football. I'll be talking uh, more about the draft, free agency, and uh, any other football news, uh, maybe some trades here and there, any other football news. But we're getting close to the end of the season, so we're going to get to really uh, tighten up our talk uh, going forward. But that's going to do it for me. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Tune in next week where we talk about the conference games and Super Bowl. That's going to be a good one. See you guys next week. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe out there, everybody.